Welcome to the Art of Leadership with your host, Nina Ellison. Today, you are invited to join Nina for an educational podcast that elevates the value of soft skills in leadership. Thanks, Barry. I am Nina Ellison, exploring the underlying dimensions of soft skills. So let's jump into the topic for today, this idea of optimizing the value of anger. Recently, I was with a leader who shared with me some really difficult decisions she was having to make with a team where anger was firmly entrenched. The tension was evident. And when I asked her how was she moving forward, she shared that she's striving to be the kind of leader that doesn't let anger drive her decision-making or her actions. And I, I could see that she was working diligently to contain her own anger so that she could stay focused and forward-thinking in both her words and her actions. After our conversation, I found myself going back and, and debating this idea of how can a healthy leader optimize anger? I mean, it's, it's obvious we all deal with anger in varying degrees. Have you ever wondered if we can be angry and grow as leaders at the same time? Really? Most people, when I ask this question, are more familiar with the idea that anger is a destructive force in a leader's life. And they give me a strange look that would seem to say, why are you even asking me this question? Anger is such a relevant topic in our world today. Earlier this year in the USA, a 2020 Gallup short poll in May and June reported that the presence of anger of those polled went from 25% up to 38% and then back down to 27%. Two years before, in 2018, in the same question, a Gallup survey stated that Americans reported feeling anger at the highest levels that they had in over a decade, with 22% reporting the presence of anger. That's almost one in five feeling angry a lot. In a more recent survey called What's the World's Emotional Temperature? There are six countries where over 40% of the respondents reported experiencing anger. All in all, 62 countries in this survey had a higher percentage of people reporting anger than that 22% that was reported in the USA as a high level of anger. So a lot of angry people, a lot of anger. I don't know who came up with the saying that anger is just one letter short of danger. Just by adding the D, we move from anger to danger. So my back to my question, can we be angry and grow at the same time as leaders? In the 300s BC, Aristotle wrote in The Art of Rhetoric that anybody can become angry. That's easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree, and at the right time, and for the right purpose, and in the right way, that's not within everybody's power. That's not easy. And I almost want to say, ta-da, enter the kind of leaders who desire to rise to this challenge and to accomplish that which is not easy. Almost 400 years after Aristotle wrote The Art of Rhetoric, the Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Ephesians, Go ahead and be angry. You would do well to be angry. 
but don't use your anger as a fuel for revenge. So the emotion of anger can fuel growth, just like the emotion of passion can fuel vision, and the emotion of happiness can fuel productivity. Let's go back to the words of Aristotle and look at his parameters for moving beyond just being angry to choosing a more difficult path. Aristotle calls out the need to identify the right person, the right degree, the right time, the right purpose, and the right way. Okay, so let's think about those five ideas. The right person. Right out of the gates, I recognize an assumption in Aristotle's idea of uncovering who is at the root cause of anger. And perhaps this is an assumption worth challenging. If it is a who, a person, can you clearly identify the person or persons involved? But is the cause of anger always a person? Is there always going to be a who behind your anger? Or perhaps should this very first parameter also include the what behind your anger? Are you perhaps projecting anger on another instead of uncovering the real root cause? What of your own fears? What of your own pain? Are you tired? Are you overworked? May, may I be so bold as to say when you become angry, recognize the right who or recognize the right what behind your anger. Identify where your anger is coming from so that it can be given its rightful place. As a leader, this is such a key step if you're going to use anger effectively for your own growth and development. I guess to put it in a nutshell, what I'm saying is to use anger well, it takes time to uncover the root cause, but it's time well spent. Secondly, the right degree. For years, I lived in a country where electricity was sporadic at best, <laughs> and I found that how I was doing internally in managing the challenges of my day could be seen in the degree of my frustration when the electricity went out. If I was on top of my day and the power went out, I would say, oh, there goes the electricity again. If I was out of sorts, if I was not doing well, and then the power went out, well, let's just say I wasn't calm and collected. You get the point. Using the right degree of emotional response to a situation when anger can be provoked is wise advice from this ancient Greece philosopher. When you consider this idea of the right degree, let me ask you, how often does the same level of anger bubble up to the top, no matter what the situation? Does the degree of your anger match the intensity of your situation? Anger as a spark can be just the motivation needed to start a change. Anger as a forest fire can be destructive. You've seen this, I know, when, when a consistently high level of anger in you or in those you work with doesn't ease up, isn't contained, then anger fatigue sets in. It's almost impossible to grow when this kind of fatigue is present. So let's move from the right degree to the right time. How long has your anger been simmering about a specific topic? Can you identify the time frame? And, and perhaps when Aristotle was talking about the right time, it was, it was not only the length of time you allow the emotion of anger to influence you, but also the timing of how you express your anger, when you express your anger, and how that can change the outcome. Pick your times for expressing your anger carefully. 
I know in my own life, I keep learning that there's value in slowing down a response to anger and looking to see where you are and who you're with. When your anger erupts and and your colleagues or your team are present, you've just diminished your own potential for growth and very likely you've impacted their growth trajectory as well. The influence of anger expressed impacts physical and mental health. You can measure the influence of anger, not just in thoughts and in feelings, but also in behavior. Thomas Jefferson said, when angry, count to 10 before you speak. If you're really angry, count to 100. (laughs) I'm curious. Do you think you could use your own awareness of the timing of expressing your anger to detect if your anger is positioning you to grow? Could the recurrent presence of anger become a radar detector to help you identify if you're optimizing this emotion? Every one of us as leaders deals with this, finding how and when and where to express our anger. And if you and I lose the filter of when to express anger, we know we are diminishing the potential for growth and development. On to number four, the right purpose. Anger can energize us. Anger can motivate us. Anger is a powerful emotion that can help us to move forward with changes that are needed. I think we all know that anger in itself is not wrong. And when I think of Aristotle giving this idea, perhaps this is the most robust of all the five rights he's spoken of. Do you and I have the right purpose? For our anger. Can you clearly express what your purpose is so it produces the kind of actions that you're looking for? And finally, let's look at this idea of the right way. If you're not paying close attention, anger can disable your ability to think rationally. Anger can prevent you from having forward momentum. Anger can move you into a quagmire of emotions that are so overwhelming You keep yourself and others from discovering the way forward. And if anger goes unchecked and not dealt with in an appropriate way, it can turn into aggression, hostility, and even hate. This kind of anger keeps you and me from being our best selves. Now, obviously, with these kind of statements, I'm not pointing out the right way to use anger, but rather thinking through triggers to pay attention to when we see that anger is taking us off course. Some questions that I've thought about that would guide you and me towards the right way to use anger for growth. Is my thinking logical? Do I make sense? Do those around me validate my leadership during this time of anger? Do they follow me? Is my anger contained? Is my focus forward? Am I bringing my best self forward? One of the quotes from Maya Angelou that I believe applies to this valid use of the the emotion anger is that people will never forget how you made them feel. If as a leader you are using your anger for growth in the right way, there will be a positive emotion felt and expressed by others. In leadership, understanding and responding appropriately to anger is a non-negotiable. Understanding your anger 
and learning how to use it is one of the underlying dimensions of soft skills. Seeking to manage anger is not a sign of weakness, but rather of strength. Anger is a force to be respected. When left unchecked, it can be devastating, not only to you, but to those with whom you have influence. On the other hand, when anger is managed and used wisely, it can be a very beneficial and powerful emotion. Aristotle acknowledged thousands of years ago that managing anger is not easy. So we have a choice. Are we going to maintain a habit of being angry, unchecked, spontaneous, erupting at will whenever we wish? Or do we want to choose to develop the habit of controlling the emotion of anger as a part of our growth plan? So I'm going to answer my own question that I started this podcast with. Can we be angry and grow as leaders at the same time? And my response is yes, if we choose to engage in the hard work of using anger for the benefit of growth and development. Have you thought of someone while I've been sharing this podcast? If you have, reach out to them and send them a link to this idea of optimizing the value of anger. And as always, you can reach me at www.healthyleadership.online. Set up a free call and let's chat and see how I can help you in your growth and development.